0: smith
1: and i'm jenny smith
0: and this is worth playing for the survivor podcast did we all make it okay Woo. man oh man when they talked about all the uh the hardships of the season i didn't know they were going to be packed into one episode i'm sure there are probably more after this but this does seem to be like i don't even know maybe it all did.
1: of the clips looked like from, from this,
0: this. I mean, it's understandable if you had this episode sitting on your shelf. Yeah, you want to you want to prepare people for it. Yeah, um, yeah, man, that was crazy. Uh, and th- there were so many. This is such an oddly structured episode, and just it just everything about it felt so different, mm-hmm. including the, the tribal council mm-hmm. and everything surrounding it. Yep. And then we spent so much time, understandably so, we spent so much time on you know the medical. Assistance and evacuation that yeah, it's it's almost as though I don't get me wrong I'm sure it was very scary for Debbie and Caleb and Sydney and everybody around them. I'm sure it was very scary and maybe even traumatic in those moments um medical and crew, yeah, everybody has to that
1: was insane,
0: yeah, um. There was, I was reading a, I was reading a a review of the episode and then the comments, somebody said, why it's like you have one of the survivor contestants is himself a doctor. Mm -hmm. Like, why didn't he jump in? And somebody else said, probably liability reasons. Like he is not, he's not allowed to take that role. Um,
1: And I don't think he needed to. It was just find something to do, pour water on people, hold ice in place. It wasn't like making multiple... You know, diagnoses on patients at the same time.
0: Yeah, the man. Oh, what I was gonna say is that. So I'm sure it was very. The episode was very scary, or that that moment is very scary. Um, but in a way, and I don't want to see a lot more of those types of episodes. This yeah. Is like, this is like the scooping thing. Yeah. You know, you don't want to see that, but in the world of Survivor. Ah, this sounds terrible. I know the producers didn't make this decision. In the world of Survivor, you kind of need an episode like that from time to time to remind the audience, yeah, it's more than just strategy. Mm-hmm. There is also There are also the elements, and they are working against you.
1: I feel like you get that at the end of every season, especially if you watch the Ponderosas. You're seeing how much people are losing, right. how much weight yeah. they're losing. I think that comes across.
0: I think so. And also... One story that uh, did not get reported on, and again, understandably so, but you and I noticed uh, Jason's shoulders having yeah. these, uh, these you know, like gauze or, or whatever you want, bandages on them, um, undoubtedly from uh, the horrible sunburn he was getting. And, you know, production didn't want it to get worse because a, a really bad sunburn can get infected and, and that sort of thing. So it's just like...
1: I don't know if it's so much production as it is him. I know that at camp you have a box of sort of, you know, the everyday items that you are allowed to use. Tampons, for instance,
0: are in there. Okay. Yeah. um, I don't think I knew that, actually.
1: Yeah. It's where they keep their medication. People who are on a daily med aren't forced to, you know, not take that.
0: I was always wondering that. Like, if I, if I went on Survivor... But I have to go off my antidepressant? Because I don't think I would do well no. in that situation. I would turn out like Brandon Hans.
1: No, that's why one of the few, it's like sh- when Shane is um, detoxing from smoking a pack a day or however mm. much he said he was doing, you know, they're not going to supply someone with cigarettes, right. but sure. If you're taking a daily antidepressant.
0: Oh, that's right. And then you also hear about the condoms that are available yeah, to people. Yeah, that they want boxes. To them. That's right. Okay. Um, yeah. It's just a. Uh, it's probably
1: liability issue type things yeah i don't think there's neosporin or you know anything medical and it could be i don't remember if there's aspirin i'd love to ask reed and josh again yeah the specifics of it
0: but yeah um i think it's just when i say that that this is a thing that you need to like really show the audience not merely that the elements are working against you but how dire things can mm-hmm. get like you know, last season when we saw how the it, it's always striking to me when a skinny person makes it to the end, and then you realize, oh, they really like Spencer looked horrible. Yeah, uh, by the end of last season, and so funnily
1: enough, Kelly Wentworth did not look horrible.
0: Yeah, I feel like she. And yet
1: she lost, I think, more body weight than most women. Like I think yeah. it was record breaking—a quarter yeah. of her weight.
0: I guess she she carries her. Lack of weight, well, yeah, um, if such a thing is possible. Um, but in those moments, shot her
1: in a certain way, too, that didn't really show her rib cage and stuff very much.
0: The camera just favors her, I guess.
1: Well, I think she did, in particular, have more coverage in her bust than Mm -hmm. you know, other contestants have in the past.
0: I wouldn't know, I wasn't looking. (laughs) Um, but the uh, yeah, so in those moments, you realize, like, oh my gosh, this is really. You know, this is really difficult, but when you see not merely a medevac, but a very specific, like an urgent situation. I mean, those wide shots where you saw that there are 40 people gathered around. Yeah. I mean, At Survivor least. never does that. and it's and
1: never it, see multiple guys with booms yeah. in the shot.
0: Yeah. And Jeff making I a wondered, call like... like
1: anyone is essential grab something find something to do i wondered if the boom guys had to set down the
0: mic it's that okay that is to
1: clarify for non-technical listeners Mm. the boom is
0: it's the microphone on a pole that people hold above the frame right yeah um yeah. Well, let me. Okay. So here's a question that I have about all of this. And okay. I want to run it by you because I'm not 100% sure what I think. Okay. All right. And this is where the film critic in me comes in. Okay. This is a reality show. Yeah. They need to be committed to the show that they're doing, documented. But it. it is also reality. Yeah. And moments like this mm-hmm. are reality. Yeah. Where literally it's like, we're breaking the fourth wall 100%. Mm -hmm. Literally all hands on deck. We've got three people that are going to die of heat stroke. Mm -hmm. We need everyone we can get. That is reality now is more important than production. Right. And that's good. That's to their credit. They still have to make a show, obviously. Um, Now, one of the things that's been put out there is at what point does production – during, I'll talk about post production in a moment. But what, when they're shooting? Yeah. At what point does production say, you know what, this has become dangerous? Is like when Debbie goes down, and then they realize that uh, everybody else is still digging after forty-five minutes in the hot sand. Right. And then, should
1: they have shut down the challenge?
0: Yeah, it's tough because if they had shut it down at that point, it's entirely possible. That Caleb might have been okay? Totally. Sydney might have been okay? It's hard to know exactly.
1: I think that shutting it down based on a 98-pound older woman is probably not something that producers would do. Right. However, it seems confusing to me as to why they would simply film caleb stumbling off into the woods by himself yeah why do they have it's at a certain point some some producers should have said don't just follow him with a camera follow him with medical like a producer should be able to make that call and they seem right. to only wait for contestants to make that call
0: yeah oh i mean or jeff I mean, where they're not in the right mind yeah. It's, and, if Je-
1: and in this rare, rare situation, if Jeff is already attending to one medical,
0: yeah. well,
1: maybe you should call second medical.
0: Which now brings me to another issue that I have. Again, more of a okay. question. More okay. of a question. If I'm a producer and I am committed to quote unquote good TV, mm-hmm. it's better TV for somebody to collapse then for somebody to come in the minute they see like there's a problem over there but he's still on his feet let's 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 nobody swoop in that and... way
1: i've met these producers in person all these right. are good people
0: okay i'm just making I sure i
1: hesitate to use the word good people cuz nobody is good out there like we are all
0: raw all monsters <laughs> um yeah and that, again this is where the film critic in me we're
1: all broken however
0: yeah I, I will not I, – I, I tend not to put anything past executives, and I recognize that an executive di- <laughs> is different than a producer. But, Very. Um, so, and then another, another question, um, this one popping up on a few message boards, is okay. when you see that the heat is that bad – and I recognize that the heat can get bad in every season. Yeah. But clearly – it was bad today.
1: Like, do you think in the future they'll say, okay, it was 107 that day. We're never going to do a challenge. We'll cancel the yeah. challenge or postpone it yeah. if it's ever that hot again. or
0: Yeah. Or maybe just say like, because I feel like 107 is probably gener- is well, generous. Well, I made that. up a number, no.
1: but what, was that your question?
0: Yeah. At what point do they say the elements are now too bad. Mm-hmm. We are postponing until tomorrow. You know, and I recognize. They I think
1: rather than doing that, they should consider how deep they're putting their bags. Like make just make them easier to find.
0: Yeah, that was weird. It is strange. Yes, um, I don't know if it's ever. I mean, you and I were talking about, like, when it when it was uh, doing, you know, the crossfade from one thing to another as people uh, – from one shot to another as people were digging, you and I were thinking, like – The okay, montage of digging. Yeah. Like, how long is this taking? This could be just five minutes, but they want to make it last 15 seconds. And then when they say elapsed time 45 minutes, you and I just went crazy. And it's like, that's insane because not only – because the thing about digging – and maybe that's what makes this challenge a little bit different. You are now being bombarded by the sun – And you are digging through hot, like hot sand. Like there is no escape from sand. When was the last time you were on the beach? Like walking barefoot
1: on the beach with hot sand is horrible. You're basically baking in an oven them because you're getting it from top and bottom. Yeah. Uh, And you're already covered in the hot sand. Yeah. Here's the thing. We're watching that going, oh my gosh, it's been 45 minutes and we already know a medevac is coming. Why aren't they stopping this? Why aren't they saying time out to all the players and giving them water? But that's only in hindsight, you know? Right. They don't know that three people are going to collapse.
0: Yeah. Which then leads to another question I have. I'm sorry, this thing just made my mind spin. Yeah. As far as production. Yeah do they learn from this and think, Definitely. okay, for future reference, yes, it was a really interesting episode, but we can't bank on that. Absolutely.
1: I mean, Jeff looked panicked.
0: Yeah, he really did. Um, understandably so. When you just, when people are just dropping like flies. Totally. And one. I
1: mean, as an executive producer, yeah, he's like, you know what? They really emphasized, we need the chopper now. Yeah. He is going to, like, they don't want someone to have something has ever, anyone ever been medevaced and had it been fatal or not fatal no one has passed away but yeah. a permanent injury that mm. is the cause of the of the producers in the show like for not getting them out of there in time Scoopin's thing was I, like you, you passed out into the fire
0: yeah i mean and they they usually jump on it pretty quick um and if there's any danger at all the minute I mean, they find out they usually Call it pretty quick.
1: Absolutely, I would say that they probably learned from Scooping. Yeah, like more cameras, more producers out there. Yeah, because a they didn't get falling into the fire on camera, yeah. and if they had, then it begs the question of would a producer have grabbed him and kept him from passing out into flame?
0: Yeah, that's the and that's see the that, ultimate question that goes to what I'm talking about, like. Again, maybe maybe the issue is not necessarily, hey, this makes for good TV. Maybe that that's too callous. It could just be, do I get involved? Yeah, because if I get involved, we are now in reality where I'm a human being, as opposed to in. You know, as opposed to a a reality TV show where I'm not supposed to even exist in the minds of of the viewers.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about how you are. Everyone is subordinate to Jeff out there. Yeah. I don't know how many executive producers are on set, you know, on the sidelines of challenges, but he isn't an an exec. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's just talk about like, I want to jump in, but my boss is standing right there. And now I've screwed up his reality TV show. What am I supposed to do? Not just work-wise, but...
0: Well, he's not always there. And so, you know, sometimes... Some, yeah, somebody, sometimes somebody gets hurt or needs to be medevaced when they're at camp. Good point. Um, so I'm sure that there are producers that are free to make... Although it is worth noting that if that happens, they will call in Jeff, probably just because... Among other things, they need somebody to narrate what's happening.
1: Oh no, they always call him in, but yeah. it, but it just begs the question of I don't I don't mean that people are going to think about their job before the safety of another human being, but yeah. it it would make me pause and go, what am I supposed to do right now? Yeah, this was not
0: Espe- something I was trained for, especially if somebody looks in looks at it afterwards and says this wasn't that big of a deal. You shouldn't have gotten involved. Exactly like, that stuff.
1: It's like, how do you stay in it while staying on the on the perimeter and not getting in the shot when yeah. Boston Rob faints in the middle of the woods? I can guarantee you some producer or some, cr- let's just say some crew member yeah. was to the sidelines saying, uh, hey guys, he's over here, but you never see him do that on camera. He right. doesn't affect the production of it. Someday, in the, in
0: the I would love to see a doc, almost like a documentary made about the production of Survivor. That'd be cool. Every... Every detail that we don't I mean, see that makes the show what like, it is. I mean, it's just like
1: you want to see behind the curtain of anything you really love. That's why people take the Disney World tour and go into the tunnels and stuff. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I
1: don't know if I want to ever see that. The I, point I do. Is like, I
0: appreciate the magic more.
1: Even in today's episode, people did not run in until Jeff said, um, all crew is essential now. Yeah. Find something to do. Yeah.
0: Um... So, I will say uh, the last question along these lines okay. is that uh, from a post-production... Darn, I'm having fun doing this. Okay. From a post-production standpoint... Well, and if you want to continue talking, that's fine. But as well, far as my questions. questions and my concerns, um, from a post-production standpoint, well, now you know how Caleb turned out, and you know he's going to be fine. Sure. So, now... Now we're back in production mode. Oh, totally! And now we need to have a commercial uh, as we show. Completely, of course, you can make chaos. it as dramatic as possible that way. But it just seems callous to me, and I maybe it's wrong of me to think in those terms. I don't think it does. I think it speaks to the gravity
1: of the situation.
0: I guess it does when you recognize that that viewers are used to like what a commercial break can be. You know, it can be one of two things. It can be an act break. Which is an artistic decision, or it can be stay tuned.
1: I don't think it is, though. I you think know. it's this whole incident. Is longer than we can fit into one segment. Right. So we have to cut right now to a commercial. So what do we cut on yeah. this? Because I think there are other parts of it that weren't cut to commercial that are just as dramatic. Like the entire beauty tribe is bawling. Yeah. And then Jeff comes over and says Caleb is being evacued. Yeah. I thought they were crying because they were like realizing what was going on, but they are all Yeah, they're all in the dark. They're also exhausted and and heat ridden yeah and personally if everyone started crying on my tribe i would join in immediately because a i can't watch other people cry and not cry with them i yeah. cried during this episode a lot but b you are out there so stressed out having to keep it all together that this is just like the greatest excuse to be able to let it all out for a second sure. and not look like a crazy person
0: yeah it's uh
1: I'm sure crying is extremely contagious, is what I'm saying under those circumstances, because you're all exhausted and malnourished. Yeah, you don't have the strength. Sleep to hold deprived it's yeah. A decision. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it's the the whole scene the the whole sequence just gets me thinking about so many layers of this. You know, what it my own personal reaction as a viewer, which is, oh my gosh, this is so exciting knowing full well that like, well, if if something genuinely happened, like if he obviously I don't think I feel like they don't show the season if somebody dies, but um but that's the thing, like sitting like comfortable knowing that like everyone's probably okay. They've got it in hand. So I'm now free to quote unquote enjoy this as much as possible. Um but then also being horrified by what's happening, but then being curious about the behind the scenes because you see so much of it in this episode. I don't know. It's uh, the whole thing was kind of, for lack of a better term, and this sounds callous too, invigorating Hmm. um, intellectually and emotionally. Um, It felt anything that would happen after in, in the same episode, anything that would happen after just seems like it would be totally anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, And indeed that it, indeed it was. (laughs) Um,
1: I have to say my reaction was a bit different. I okay. think everything was exhilarating and I was anticipating it a lot a lot like I've been talking about it for several episodes excited about it almost yeah with the caveat of okay as long as everyone's okay in real life right but I have to say that while watching it I went from that to oh crap this is this is actually real mhm showing all of that extra footage that extra drama for lack of a better word breaking that fourth wall really got me thinking like he might not be okay what if he stroked out yeah what if there are a lot of things besides death that could have happened to him that would have affected sure. him in his day-to-day life
0: yeah and for I mean- being
1: on this show for 11 days which is so not worth it and so i i have to say that it went from exhilarating to me to you know you just why was I looking forward to this so much? So much so that I was saying, I, we're going to have to go back and re-edit these episodes where I'm excited about this. If something really were to happen to him, because you just, it that was
0: rough. But I don't want to watch stuff like that. It's the nature of the, it is the nature of the show. I don't think you should feel bad. I mean, they have edited this as a way of where, I mean, not even just the show itself, the, the, the promos going in, they, They cut it in a way to cause you to anticipate and you anticipate things I guess you can anticipate something that is scary but wh- I think one of the reasons okay sorry I'm going into critic mode one of the reasons that you anticipate something that's scary is because you're anticipating the release of the tension and and what if the
1: release of the tension never comes is my point and I really yeah. thought that this episode could have been that and to speak to a larger cultural issue I think unfortunately we're just really desensitized Sure. we're um, conditioned to expect that release the happy ending the narrowly missing this or that in any action movie you know if i watch twister it's just neat and fun and it makes me want to be a storm chaser um but the reality of that situation would be very different would i actually want to be in a tornado do i have any idea what it would feel like to have my entire house lifted up flipped upside down rolled over split into tiny toothpicks and all of my belongings gone and maybe a death in the family. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I have no idea what that feels like. So yeah. it, I can blissfully live in this naivete of just how we experience action movies. Yeah. And so therefore what these trailers have conditioned us to think, forgetting that these are real people who got stuck in a real situation. Yeah
0: yeah that's that is the thing about reality television or documentaries or whatever. but actually, I'll stick with reality television um, where they have a story they need to tell. They have a narrative they need to tell. they know what, how the season's going to end, and so they need to make sure that certain people are more prominent than others mm-hmm. um, and they need to engage the it's all about engaging the viewer, and there's nothing inherently wrong mm-hmm. with that, but sometimes in order to engage the viewer. Or just, you know, the they also have to roll with the punches. The events of the season, they right. don't necessarily have any control over that. Well, they do have some control, but like they can't, they don't know when somebody is or is not going to suffer from heat stroke. Right. And so it's like, all right, that sucks that that happened, but everybody's safe now. Everybody's healthy now. And we still have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. And this is a big part of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I found myself, okay, <laughs> listeners, this may sound strange, this is the first thing I thought when I saw Caleb go down followed quickly by Sydney. Mhm. So in the movie Aliens, uh, there is and I and again this sounds callous as well, but it's but you you'll see what I'm saying. Um, when the marines first encounter these aliens, I mean the aliens basically just decimate them. Mhm. And it's just one person after another dying, and it's and it's this horrible sequence. And then afterwards, you just see everybody, and they genuinely look like they've been in, they've been to war. Like you see the like the thousand yard stare on their face, and the and you also see a great. De- and though they are now more tense, there's also a lot more closeness uh, uh, among them. And for some reason, I was just thinking like seeing one person after another go down. Like I thought this was gonna be like, oh my gosh, Debbie. Oh, she's not going to get pulled. Oh, okay. Well, I guess they had to play that up. Oh my gosh, now it's Caleb. Oh my gosh, now it's it was just that over and over. And I just thought, this is like something out of a horror movie. But those that continue, and and, and and I hate saying this, but only one person actually got pulled from the game. But I guarantee you that that everybody having been a part of this, mm-hmm. that includes cast and crew. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody being a part of this, of this will now feel closer together even if you're working against somebody
1: you'd think so but you know scott and jason
0: whoo okay we'll go ahead and move into into it's like the show itself i guess we got to get back into the game uh, which seems somehow not we don't have to jump straight
1: to okay first of all can we just praise the lord for two separate challenges because i was so psyched about that hashtag reward challenge yeah what what Didn't show anyone drinking coffee because that's callous.
0: That's true. (laughs) It's like, well, came with a price, but you know what? It's worth it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, And it also just sounds, and this is something that we said, you and I were like slapping our heads when they decided that they were going to have Nick and Caleb participate in the reward challenge. Ridiculous. And now I'll bet they are all slapping their own foreheads. That that bad decision. Yeah. And admittedly, you know, Perhaps it would be one of the girls or something like that, that that got heat stroke. Who knows? But in that moment when they realize, wow, he's going home, we could have sat him out. And frankly, it would have been smarter uh, to sit him out um, yeah, so t- that he could save up his energy, if nothing else, for the immunity challenge. It was a bad decision that had much deeper consequences than simply losing immunity, which they wound up not. But Uh, Just to clarify, because I totally just talked over you. Oh.
1: We think it's ridiculous that they would sit out two of the smaller girls for a reward when they should have sat out two of the men so that they could be guaranteed to play then in the immunity Challenge coming
0: up. And the reward really wasn't that good. If it's like steaks, if it's meat, if it's something that can really... I
1: think if you're starving, you. anything sounds like the best reward at the time. I guess that's true. But it still doesn't justify that idiotic team decision, yeah. first of all. Second of all, look at the deeper consequences of that. Now yeah. Caleb is gone completely, and maybe he wouldn't have been if he... Well, yeah. he wouldn't have been if he had sat out.
0: I'm sure there's a certain amount of... This is going to sound strange. A certain amount of what's called survivor's guilt, which is when you when somebody... You know, when a when a loved one passes away, or you you heard about this a lot, this is a weird place to go, uh, like in, in during war or in the Holocaust or something like that. When you are in a in a situation with other people, and that person doesn't make it, and you do, mm-hmm. and you just feel like, why me? Yeah, and not them. And I, I wonder if I'm sure when you have people sitting out, I'm sure the people sitting oh, out man. are looking at Caleb and thinking that could have been me what and, and and then it doesn't take long for your mind to go it should have been me yeah um
1: i don't recall it doesn't seem like they spent a lot of time with the beauty tribe after he got evac.
0: yeah not really because yeah they they really didn't and it seemed like they should have i guess because you know braun was providing them with such you know Ooh, such material were, yes um good stuff yeah. So let's get back into the game itself. Okay. Um, and let's just jump into the Braun tribe and the tribal council and that sort of thing.
1: Oh, no, you're, you're jumping ahead of the maybe best moment of the show.
0: Oh, no, uh, no question about it. Okay. That, that's part of the Braun tribe. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Alicia you know, who's been a sitting duck for several episodes now. Mm -hmm. Um, So she uh, decides she's going to talk to Scott and Jason about things that they said to her during the reward challenge. um, Specifically during the digging. Yeah. In which they were a bit demeaning to her. Um, According to her. According to her. I I could see it going either way. I could see it being condescending. I could also see it being like, Hey, just, you know, you do what you do. We'll do what we do. Um, and, of course, they go into it knowing full well that none of them are big fans of each other. Um, but uh, I can only see it from her
1: perspective in the sense that Scott may have been trying to say, just be a cheerleader. At least you're doing something. Right. But when that is only inevitably combined with Jason literally swearing at you, they had to bleep right. him out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and though, and the, those two, you can't. Uh, separate them in your mind they are in an alliance they've been together from the start if you're alicia they are talking to you as a team together at all times
0: yeah that's true if one had been nicer and the other had been meaner you will probably remember the meanness and you will remember it from both people right um at the same time again, I like, it's not, it's not my place to judge anybody in a challenge like that, but I will say like, she's kicking the dirt and kind of kicking them in the face. Right. That was her, I believe. Yes. And it's just like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't, maybe you should just be a cheerleader uh, at the moment. Cause your, your digging is actually, or your quote unquote digging is not helping anybody. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, at the same time, Nothing that was happening at. Bra- Sorry, one thing that was happening at the Braun tribe was amazing. Uh, <laughs> the other, nothing else though. I like Jason, um, and we got a nice confessional I with him too. talking about his daughters. I like him. I like him more than Scott. Um, And I don't really like Alicia that much, but it just felt like the combination of these three and the fact that the two of them are kind of teaming up on her and she's,
1: can we talk about his confessional though for a second? Sure. I don't think I'm a feminist, but like, why do you have to specify that you're raising your daughters to be bright young women, you know, like independent women, nobody's talking about raising their sons that way. So why do you even have to differentiate? You know, it's just like eight like, in the West Wing with Ainsley Haynes. Ainsley Hayes. That's the one. Yeah. Just like, you don't have to create a whole new law for me because I'm actually not different than right. you. This is ridiculous.
0: I do think, not to necessarily defend him, I see what you're saying, but it's also just in, cert- in certain cultures, but also just in general, um, young women are probably... Like on a college campus, for example, targeted more than a young man, and so you want them to be strong and independent and able to take care of themselves because he's not always going to be there. And so I think that that's what I got from what he was saying. I get that, Um, but uh, I don't have a problem with it. It's just silly, and it does bother me that he would invoke that he would invoke you know his feelings about his daughters as he is bashing. Uh, Alicia, and he does say like I'm I'm frustrated. I lost my temper. I shouldn't have done that. So good for him for regretting that. We're not getting any of that from Scott. Um,
1: I think that's the difference. You know, I really dislike Scott after this episode, and mm-hmm. I really like Jason. And when when I think back on it, it doesn't even bother me that he lost his temper. I would have that girl needs to shut up. <laughs> you know. So, but Scott was just unnecessarily yeah. you know if anything had gotten flipped if she had pulled out an idol if he suddenly wasn't in power for a second he would have been singing a very different tune and it all came out of arrogance because he knew he was in that's the majority and that
0: always upsets me that's a very good read anytime somebody and it doesn't happen all the time but like there is a very specific type of arrogance when it could be colton It could be Abby. (laughs) Yeah. um, When you just feel like I've got the numbers, everything's going to be fine. Uh, Apparently you've never watched a season of survivor. I think both of those
1: are listed as insanity, not arrogance. You know, I mean, I think that you could put Peter from this season in there. He comes back from the tribal where his only alliances and his entire plan have been annihilated. And he's just like, well, just gonna, you know, pick them off one by one instead of, huh, maybe I had this all wrong and I should rethink this and do whatever it takes to survive. It's, these people are all idiotic. There's nothing wrong with me. The arrogance well, and narcissism in that is, He said
0: that to us. He didn't say it to them. What he said to them was, you know, hey, I guess I was playing too hard and all that. And don't get me wrong, I think he's... I
1: get that, but to not express any panic or doubt even to the camera about what you've done is incredibly narcissistic.
0: And perhaps he did. Um, And it's part of the story that he is a narcissist who is unable to learn from his mistakes. Um, But Scott's is. Yeah. There's just, there's definitely, I do hope it'd be nice to see the swap that's coming next week. It'd It'd be nice to see him all alone and see him, you know, flounder a little bit. Totally. Um, where he's away from Jason, he's away from Jason's idol, and then he suddenly realizes, yeah. oh, shoot, that was Jason's idol, not mine. Um, that's the thing. I would say what gets me about the three of them, and we'll get to Sydney in a moment and we'll, we'll both cheer up immediately. <laughs> um, the thing about Jason, Scott, and Alicia and watching the three of them, and I think you and I come away from that. Liking Jason more than the other two, and I think it's because Alicia's very bad at Survivor and so is Scott. They're both very bad at a lot of the aspects of Survivor. They don't understand, you know, she doesn't understand yeah. Maybe keep some things to yourself. Even if you feel like you've been mistreated, that doesn't mean you need, you need to say something, especially mm-hmm. when you already know you're on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And this didn't come from a place of, Oh, I've got nothing left to lose. So I'm just going to say what I want to say. It more comes from this feeling of, I won't say entitlement because she was, you know, they, they, they were mean to her. And so, but this feeling of like, well, I just need to say this. No, you don't. You actually don't. Right. Um, and then from him, it's just this arrogance. And from that arrogance, the, 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 the feeling of, I would say, a certain degree of entitlement uh, of, I can say whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's never going to come back to bite me. With Jason, you have, he might lose his temper and he might say something, but you also have him saying, I wish I hadn't done that because, A, it's probably not how he wants to conduct himself, but also, B, it's probably not good for his game. right um, I think he has shown himself to be just a better survivor player, which mm-hmm. is why, probably why I... I'm more willing to forgive his foibles than the other two. Absolutely. That's
1: a good read on Scott that I I couldn't put together that he's not good at it. It's just not fun to watch. I was so relieved when she went home because she is clearly terrible at the game. And so, you know, let's just weed out these players. It's the same with The Amazing Race. Like, Let's just get rid of the teams who are clearly not capable of winning.
0: Yeah. But at least then, I mean, there's there's some some uh, there's some um, animosity from time to time between teams on Amazing Race. But when it comes right down to it, if you're not if you're not able to pull it out uh, on a specific leg, then you're out. Yeah. Whereas this, it's very much you have to try and convince people, you have to try and win people over. Scott's not trying to do that because he's from a place of power. She's not trying to do that because she doesn't know any better. And Well, what's more frustrating to me is that she outlasted people who were better players. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jenny... I don't know that tribal
1: probably negated anything good that jenny was yeah. good at
0: jenny's jenny's uh exit from the game is about as close to the amazing race as you can get <laughs> which is literally hey no one was uh, i was doing pretty well for a while and then solely because i made a mistake yeah. i am uh, yeah i'm eliminated um yeah so it's uh,
1: darnell though
0: yeah he didn't deserve it no like i th- and i'm sure a lot of people i believe they even said it in this episode they did. it's like let's correct that mistake yeah um Now, in the midst of all this fighting, (laughs) there was this gem, this wonderful Sydney is quickly becoming one of my favorite players because A, I think she's, I think she's a good strategist. I think she's covert. Um, She is wonderful
1: because she could have gotten in trouble a lot today and she did not.
0: Yeah. I think she,
1: she got lumped in with you know, Mr. Egotistical and his right-hand man. And when you get asked questions then from Jeff at points, it's like, you might as well just say like, why do you even bother? Ask me. I'm not in charge. I'm just going along with them.
0: Right. It's so interesting. If I'm Scott and Jason, I definitely look at her and think she's with us. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think she is with them. Oh, no, I don't She's either. with them as long as she needs to be. Oh, yeah. She's with them as opposed to Alicia. It's yeah. like, absolutely, let's the three of us get her out instead yeah. of me, the oh, person yeah. who uh, uh, is wounded, basically. Yeah. Um, the minute that swap comes, I think she... It, not that she's looking to turn on them. I think she I think she's willing to turn on them. Mm-hmm. I think she's willing to turn on anybody. The more I watch her, the more I am reminded of somebody like a Rob Sesternino, who is, who's, good, fun. You know, people like having him around, um, and he can give the impression that he is on your side hundred percent but it's clear like no no i'm on one person's side and that's mine yeah and i'll and if taking and if going with you to the end is good for me then absolutely i'm as loyal as can be but if the minute that stops happening i will jump to the person that i that i will take to the end and it'll be good for me
1: absolutely she can zig when she needs to zig and zag when she needs to zag and then people don't realize it and then therefore don't get pissed off at her along the way
0: yeah and and i do think i don't know i might be projecting a little bit but i do think if Scott and Jason had any issues about like, oh, my gosh, you know, she couldn't make it through that challenge. Well, they look at the evacuation of Caleb and they if I look at that, I'm like, OK, this clearly isn't about weakness. This no. clearly isn't about being strong or being, you know, having the will or anything like that. This is this can happen to literally somebody in. Peak physical condition. It can
1: know. and it can't because he was so dedicated to the game that he neglected to say anything until it was too late.
0: I don't think I understand what you mean.
1: Well, this would never happen to Alicia because she would quit <laughs> well before she would. She yeah. quit. She did during the challenge, kicking around the sand, yeah. quitting. She didn't let herself get to that position. Yeah. It's.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just like. If I mean, I guess what I mean is, if Sydney was the only person to need medical attention, mm-hmm. then suddenly that's something Alicia, if she was a better player, that's something she could have tried to use. Sure. Um, saying like, "Hey, we say she's strong, but I didn't. You know, I didn't do this." Um, but when you have two other people, admittedly one of them an older woman, but when you have two other people succumb to this, then that's not an argument that can be made anymore, yeah. and so. I think Sydney's in a good position. She is consistently strong. She's seen as strong. She's seen as loyal, even though she's... I don't think she is loyal. I don't think she's disloyal. I think she's just pragmatic. And then on top of everything else, <laughs> she's a delight.
1: Oh, a delight. Her while, confessional was the
0: best. While all this... I feel bad. Uh, you know, I don't want to do an impression of her or anything like that. But, uh, But she delivered... Okay, nobody wrote this line for her, Yeah, but I would say she delivered this line very well. Yeah. um, Where she's talking about the three of them, you know, Scott, Alicia, and Jason, in the shelter bickering, and she's laying there, and she...
1: Kind of in the sun, by the way. Can we just talk about this? She is so on the edge of the shelter, trying to avoid this catastrophe that's happening, Yeah, that she's sort of out in the sun again, you know, like... Shouldn't three of them be huddled around her, bringing her water, mangoes, coconut?
0: But you know what? She's not going to say it.
1: She's like off in a corner. It just shows how much they kind of suck, the other ones.
0: Yeah, and how they're absorbed in this little argue that this constant argument and she's not going to be like, Hey, do you suppose you guys could stop arguing with the person you're going to vote out? And now, for a moment, put attention on me as I require something of you. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way she's going to do that. She's a savvier player than that. And so, um, but during her confessional, she was just, (laughs) she was just talking about trying to rest (laughs) while they're arguing. And I wish I could, I wish I wrote down like the whole thing. But at one moment she, she basically is talking about like, you guys are messing up my recuperation and it's just, it's such a delight. And she says it with, with like a spring in her step, yes. if such a thing as possible. And, uh, she's just somebody that I'm, that I look forward to seeing one episode to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few, there are a few players that I like, but they're not giving me a whole lot. She is somebody that is giving me a lot on every level. Mm-hmm. She's a, she's a challenge threat. She Strategic. She's strategic, but nobody social. else knows it. And she's got a great social game. And she's good on great TV.
1: confessionals.
0: So yeah,
1: I'm that I'm, was delightful. I laughed out yeah.
0: loud. I, I think I'm officially rooting for her now. Totally. And I think she could do well. hmm I you know, there are times when I root for someone, I'm like, Yeah, go ahead and root. You're not gonna do yeah, this yeah. person's not gonna go great. She could make it to the end. I don't know how long you can fly into the radar she is obviously very strong. So maybe after the merge people, but there, and now that Caleb's gone, there are any, any, any strong player that is eliminated means that any other strong players like, ah, shoot behind that person. Yeah. Um, so, but I do think that she, I think there is the ability for her to, I can see a path to the end for her. Mm -hmm. And from a, from an edit standpoint, she's getting a pretty good edit. you know,
1: the only thing I'll say is that these other two tribes are probably... A lot of camaraderie was probably created yeah. from this episode. And they're probably bonded a lot, you know? And, and when you are just zigging and zagging to avoid the Jason-Scott catastrophe that's happening... yeah. And then a tribe swap happens and you're alone, you know, is the best you can root for is to be a swing vote with a group? Will that group ever fully ingratiate you?
0: I... I think she is a savvy enough player that I think she can get on the good side of people. Yeah. Because it's not to simply be the swing vote. That's not enough. In fact, that you're, you're often targeted in that moment, but I don't think she would let herself just be the swing vote. I think she would do what Denise did and just suddenly just find herself. Yeah. Cozying up to people to the point where it's like, Well, not only can I use her, but I actually want to be around her. I want her in my alliance now. That's a good example. And I think she's she's a a savvy enough player to do that. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm really high on Sydney, I guess. Love it. More than I thought I was going to be.
1: Let's talk about this immunity challenge and almost foregoing tribal.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: That was crazy. Yeah. uh, Jeff's like, I'm all for it. It's just crazy, this is like a peek behind again, how he just has the ability to make executive decisions like that. Hey, you guys want to vote right here? Let's do it.
0: I'm not super thrilled at him saying that, because you can see too much of the producer and not enough of the host. Ah, where it's it's like hey look we all know Alicia's going he even said it during the, the during the tribal like hey look we all know Alicia's going so let's just get this out of the way here on the beach let's not even bother I loved with the, the fact
1: that he was like Alicia I think you're going home tonight
0: No I liked that Okay but but on the that's beach him, that's him saying it in a place that it's okay for him to say it but when he basically says hey this looks pretty obvious to me let's call it like don't break format just because, in your, your opinion as a producer, the vote-out is going to be boring. simple and boring. You know, and, and I reckon, and frankly, I feel like he's probably not a big fan of Alicia. He said he was rooting for her, but he roots for an underdog. But I don't think she's the type of player he likes. But when it comes right down to it, she is a player. She does, I don't think she's a good player, but she at least deserves, she deserves her tribal counsel. And I actually like that she didn't go along with it. That she just said, no, I'm. I'll I would, go. I'll go all the way to the end. I would agree.
1: I think uh, unless it's a brand-enhanced situation where, sure. he, you know, you are danger to your tribe mates or yourself. Yeah. And we need to call an emergency situation. Yeah, breaking format just because the format's boring. Yeah. Unnecessary.
0: And I think it. And I, and I think it plays into the arrogance of Scott and and Jason in that moment. This sure. idea of like, they are so in, yeah, they're so in charge. They can change the format of the show. Mm-hmm. And for him to say, yeah, let's do it. I feel like it enables a bad instinct in them. Um, and I like that she, it may, it might've been her last little, you know, F you to everybody involved, but it's like, no, we're doing this the whole way. <laughs> yeah. If I'm going out, I'm getting my torch snuffed. That's what I'm doing. You know, because if they had had the tribal there, there's nothing to snuff. There's no ceremony. There's not. And she, at the very least, again, totally. I don't think she's a good player, but at the very least, she deserves the full ceremony, the full treatment. Right.
1: Um, I just agree because, with
0: that. You know, just because these two idiots managed to convince the host that, yeah. that they don't need to do this. Yeah, that this.
1: was a bad decision on Jeff's part. And, yeah. and editing takes care of everything. You know, they didn't have to show the back at camp life yeah. between immunity and tribal. Yeah. And they didn't and that was an editing decision and that was the right one. What was what were they gonna talk about? Just more bickering?
0: Yeah, and I mean is she I guess you could have seen you could have shown her like try to convince Sydney, but then it's just two to two and that's no good for anybody. Especially when they know that the other two guys have an idol. Yeah, no. You know, it's so yeah, it's even though the vote was gonna be exactly the same and she just delayed it, at least she she stood up for herself in the one way she could have against literally, literally everybody. Yeah. And that's something that I actually admire her for. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Right uh,
1: decision. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Um, so I think we'll, I think we'll, we'll wrap it up. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to next episode just cause a tribe swap is always interesting.
1: Completely. Who the heck is Michelle? I don't know because yeah. beauty just keeps winning I mean I, do, I I I think I know now. Anna is the blonde, Julia is the other brunette, Michelle is the brunette. It's like the three beauties. I don't I don't yeah. know who they are.
0: Yeah, and hopefully as we as we continue, the fact that they haven't been voted out, my hope is that they will their personalities will emerge a little yeah. bit more. Um but yeah, I'm I'm excited for the rest of the season. I'm excited for next episode and uh by and large this season is a, is good. Totally. I feel like... Um,
1: These poor people have had to sit on this for over a year.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine just sitting on the powder keg of an episode like this and you can't tell anybody? The powder keg? Yeah.
1: How is this so much in life? Is there like a book of sayings that you know that my parents This is exciting never read? because
0: we're now recording. Listeners... <laughs> Tyler at BattleshipPretension.com, or if you like, you can leave a comment. I would prefer a comment where everyone can see it. Uh, Jen is fascinated by my little t- turns of phrase and doubts them. Powder keg I is do a not thing.
1: doubt them. I just can't believe they're still coming up after 14 It's been many
0: years. years? Yeah, 14 years. Yeah. it's. Uh, How
1: is this happening? You've never heard.
0: I, admittedly, I'm not What's in a, a position. What's a powder keg? Uh... Gunpowder, a keg of gunpowder that is that can explode.
1: Oh, I got nothing. Oh man, I've never heard that.
0: You you got to watch more pirate movies, I guess. <laughs> um, okay, so we will leave it there. Um, yep. But yeah, so thank you everybody for listening. As for the rest of you, I got nothing for you. Grab your stuff, head back to camp. Thanks. Bye.
1: Bye.